Hey everybody, welcome back to the channel. Uh, we appreciate you new listeners for joining us. And if you're coming back, welcome back to the show. I mean, there's no telling. Like he could be getting real. Like if he is on something, he's getting the real shit. Oh yeah. He's you know that's like, right. He's not going down to uh, Mexico and buying yeah. at some pharmacy down there. But they were like kind of alluding to the fact that guys that are in the that are in the spotlight who are selling products like his energy drink and stuff like that, and he does sell certain supplements, I think, or promote them. I don't actually. I don't know if the Rock's promoting any supplements or not. He has but, his own. He has his but, own brand. But the people that are. If you're selling supplements and the like, but you're taking steroids, are you lying to people? You know what I mean? Because are people thinking that you look like yes. that because you're taking, you know what I mean? Yes. So I used to but, believe that shit. <laughs> I, I'm like one of the people that got lied to, man. Like when I was in my early twenties, I was fucking naive as hell. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm going to fucking do three protein shakes a day. Fucking double scoop my pre-workout, eat five chickens and. And I'll get jacked. jacked. I remember you in the break room eating salads with no dressing. I was like, damn, dude. <laughs> I, st I still do that. That's that's rough. I can't do that. Got to have some dressing. The Tim Tebow thing, like he's just kind of a, he's one of those freaks of nature, man. I mean, I, he was 6'4", 250, and Jack coming out of high school. Yeah. I mean, genetics are a huge part of all those guys that look like that, obviously you can't me and you, well, me anyway, I can't even take steroids and look like that. I'm not gonna, I just don't have the, the bone body. structure. Yeah. I'm just not me. I mean, even, even if let's say you were on something, it, it wouldn't benefit you to get bigger. Like no, you just, you need to get smaller. Yeah, not at your height. You'd have to be like Tater's height. Yeah. You mean, I get any uh, bigger, well, what do they call like it? Fucking bowling pin walking around. Yeah. What is it? Tall and uh, short class? They got a term for it now. For FBBA or whatever they call it these days. Oh, yeah. There ain't no telling. No, they got the. Um, Was it under 5'6 or something? No, it's under a certain weight. It's a weight limit. But there's probably a height requirement, too. Um, but Phil, like Phil Heath. He wasn't short, but he wasn't exactly tall either. And he, he won it six six times, I think. I think he's like six foot, maybe like five ten. Yeah. Five ten, six foot. He was a freak know, too. But even oh, they're today all, they're all on drugs, so even today you look back at Arnold's physique back then and he was still he was a monster. But Tim Tebow, he's in immaculate shape. You gotta remember he tried out for the Jaguars two years ago, so uh, yeah, and he, I thought he, he was getting picked up by somebody as a tight end. Didn't there wasn't there recent talk about him being a tight end somewhere? Was that yeah, Jacksonville? Yeah, it was Jacksonville when Urban Meyer was the coach for like six months. Oh, okay, but Urban Meyer is college coach too. He keeps bugging out on us. Um, I like. Uh, looks like Trevor Lawrence is doing all right. Somebody, yeah. I guess. Uh, did oh. the Cowboys beat Tampa Bay or something? Yeah, beat their ass. Did they? Uh, you know what we need to talk about? What's that? Fucking John Jones coming in hot. Okay. Well, hang on now. The reason he's coming in. So did you see all the things that uh, Francis Nagano asked for before leaving the UFC? I didn't see all the things. I did hear Dana White's comments. Okay. 
Well, I think Dana White's just pissy because he lost his probably one of his best fighters. Well, he didn't right. have any. He really didn't have any. The, uh, well, the one that I saw, the interview I watched, he didn't have anything bad to say, other than we offered him a contract. He would have been the highest paid heavyweight in UFC history. He turned it down. Right. He asked for. He wanted medical benefits, and he got turned down. He wanted the right to have sponsorships, and they turned it down. And he wanted, uh, there was something else. He wanted it for all fighters. He wanted like health insurance mainly, health insurance, uh, the ability to do sp- to get sponsorships. To me, that's all reasonable ask because when the problem is the UFC is so big, when you sign with them and may, other fight promotions may be this way, but they have their own sponsors like Reebok and, and right. Monster and all that. So when you sign a contract with them. You sign up for all of those things, too. You're signed up to be automatically, you are now a spokesperson for everybody that sponsors us. Yeah. Whether you like it or not. That was the big thing when they got the Reebok sponsor. I think it's Reebok. Yeah, it was a big stink. Yeah, because they came out with these fight kits, basically fight attire. And all the fighters had like a couple to pick from and that was it. Yeah, it's still not very popular. But I think, uh, to be honest with you, with Naganu out, I think that just sets John Jones up to, to win the title. Pretty much, yeah. I don't know anything about the guy he's fighting. Gang, gang's a beast. Yeah. Uh, he's a solid fighter. Yeah, I, mean, I just, I wonder what kind of game plan Jones is coming in with, because you know, yeah. uh, his last what five or six fights, maybe more than that, he wasn't very aggressive. The only fight that he was really aggressive in was against uh, Cormier. Well, the last few fights have been have such long layoffs. He's not true. Look crisp. You know what I mean? He's been years between fights here in the last four or five years. And I, I think that's that shows up on the tape when you watch him. Did he go back? I can't remember. See, it's been so long since he fought. Did he win back the light heavy title and then vacate it to go to heavyweight? I don't, even I don't know if he vacated or he got suspended. We'd have to, well, he, uh, did. he hasn't been suspended since his last fight. Oh, I found it. The th- things that Francis asked for was, sorry, he said he asked for a lot of things, which he didn't expect any of them or expect all of them, but he expected at least one or two. He said he asked for the right of a sponsorship. He said, which we've been ripped off. He said, we can't have sponsorship. He said, I asked for health insurance and he couldn't have it. He asked for a fighter advocate, somebody in the board meeting who will advocate for the fighters, and they wouldn't give him that. And he said he just wanted to, wanted them to know that there is something that he does want. I also wanted them to think that at least consider it, please. And they wouldn't take any of it. But they did offer him, like you said, he was going to be the highest paid. They were going to offer him like $8 million, I think, yeah. over for a three-fight contract or something. But... Yeah, those didn't seem like that big a ass. I, I, I still find it hard to believe in something so detrimental to your health that they won't offer you health insurance. I mean, they do take care of the fighters, though, right? When they get injured, they take them to the hospital and they get them taken care of, or is that out of the fighter's pocket? I don't know. I kind of figure it's workman's comp. But is it, though? I don't know. Yeah, good question. John Jones vacated after... He hasn't fought since February 2020. Do you think he's he still would, got the chops? 
I'm sorry. He he conflicted. He, there was a conflict with uh, Dana White over pay in May of 2020. It says, and then he vacated the light heavyweight championship. He was targeted to fight heavyweight contender Nagano. That didn't work out. Nagano actually said he wanted his three fights. He wanted two of them to be against Jones. Win or lose, he wanted to fight Jones twice. He said he wanted to fight Jones. Then I can't remember who the second guy was. And then he wanted to fight Jones again. That's saying something. Well, this is kind of convoluted here because it says he made a statement August 15th of 20 that he was going to vacate the light heavyweight championship and move up to heavyweight. And now we're three years later. And that fight's on March 4th, I believe. We were talking about this, what, six months ago, how uh, John Jones was getting big? Weren't we talking about that like a few months ago? Yeah. yeah. He's got the pedigree to be really big. His, uh, both his but brothers can he are, move the uh, same at that? Can he move the same at that weight? I, I don't know, but uh, both his brothers play in the NFL. Who's he fighting? He's fighting... Uh, Gane. Cyril Gane, I think is his name. Yeah. Is this guy anybody? Yeah. He's somebody to this last fight. I think I think he went in with the wrong plan or something with this the fight he just lost. He he didn't look like himself, but he was fighting Nagano. And where did Nagano go now? I'm not sure where he is uh moved forward to. And of course, who is it? Jake or Logan Paul just signed with the PFL. He's gonna be fighting MMA. Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know how he's gonna do there. That's uh there's a lot of people still saying that uh, most of his boxing matches were rigged. Well, the one, <laughs> if you watch the replay in slow-mo from when he knocked out um, Tyrone Woodley, he never touched him. He didn't touch him? No. Woodley just went down? Yeah, I think he took a dive. Or, well, the video shows he took a dive. Yeah, he got paid either way, I guess. People do anything when they're hard up for money, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I don't know that guy was hard up for money. I'm just saying. I don't know. What happened to Woodley? I thought Woodley was a decent fighter for a while. He was. Once he lost his title, man, he just went downhill quick. Did he? Yeah. I think he had signed with another promotion for a little while, and then I don't know what happened. I definitely will be watching the John Jones fight, that's for sure. I will definitely want to see that fight. I know John Jones changed quite a bit after... The first Gustafson fight, because he got his ass beat in that fight. There were a lot of people who thought he lost. Uh, was that when the one we watched down at Hooters that time, or yeah. that way before yeah. that? No, that was Hooters. But he was fighting at what two hundred five? What's the bottom of heavyweight? Two twenty or two hundred five? Uh, two hundred five is light heavy. That's light heavy. What's yeah, so, uh, so, heavyweight? Two twenty five or something. I think any anything over two hundred five, you can fight oh, at heavyweight. Over, so two hundred five is the max light heavyweight. Yeah, yeah, yeah like okay. One half pound. The max or for the max for heavyweights two sixty. I think that's what Brock Lesnar was at. Yeah, he was he was big. It was uh, several guys who had to lose weight to fight at fight at heavyweight. <laughs> that's that's so scary. That's just really, scary. I think the UFC could do themselves a lot of favors if they had. A couple more divisions, like super heavy, super heavyweight, uh, middle heavyweight, or something, junior heavyweight, something like that. They need something between heavyweight and light heavyweight, or they need to adjust the weights. And then there needs to be one between lightweight and middleweight, or no, welterweight and middleweight. I think 
I think if you wanted to go over, because there is a limit to how big guys, I mean, nobody's fighting competitively over 400 pounds, I don't think. So I think once you get over heavyweight, instead of doing a super heavy or anything like that, if they did an open class where you could just yeah. whatever you want, you know what I mean? Yeah, that yeah, would fix I think it. There still has to be a limit. So. I don't think so. You remember the original UFC? Did you ever watch when they had that yeah. big, huge fucker fighting? Yeah, he was, was a he was, was a open. monster. Yeah, was, it was. I mean, there was no replays, but yeah, no. There was no weight classes in the original UFC. There was none. Yeah, you just came in and you fought whoever was on the other side. You fought that guy. Yeah, and the big dude who actually ended up on. Uh, Hawaii Five O. He was on Hawaii. He was an actor after that. The big Hawaiian dude that got his ass beat and his goose knocked out that they showed a replay of a hundred thousand times. He got kicked in the face. The other guy that fought him broke both his hands or at least one of his hands on his head and couldn't continue on even though he won. But that dude ended up being an actor. Yeah, you know, Rogan talks about it a lot, especially from a, a health standpoint. The fighters should fight more so at their walk around weight than trying to cut so much because they dehydrate themselves. Yeah. There, there's oh, been accounts of them going to the hospital too. Well, wrestlers have been down. doing that shit for years. High school wrestlers. Yeah. They ought to stop having, it. To, having to cut weight, having to cut 10 pounds and water weight in a fucking, in a day. I had a guy approach me one time about boxing. And oh yeah. Yeah. And he, he was like, he was like, what, what do you weigh? And I think at the, at the time I was like 170. Oh, he was like, oh, no, you need to fight at like 130, 135. I was like, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> That's not happening, brother. Yeah. I was like, I ain't cutting that. I ain't cutting 40 pounds. Get out That's of here, rough. Man. 40 pounds? And like at the time, I didn't like, I didn't have 40 pounds. I, I where was I going to lose it? Get yeah. And I think that's a lot of fighters. I fucking Conor McGregor is a good example when he fought at lightweight. Bantamweight. I think it's Bantamweight. I can't remember all the divisions. Anyways. He never fought at middle, did he? He fought Nate Diaz at uh, welterweight. Welter. Yeah. Yeah, the, the gap is between 155 and 170. But he fought. He won the first, the first division that he won the title in was at 145, which I think is bantam weight but when he would when you look go look at those photos from weigh-ins i mean he looked like a skeleton oh he's yeah creepy looking like yeah horrible. Oh, a lot of them they, they always look completely different when they walk in the ring though because they weigh in the night before don't they yeah like first weigh-ins night before yeah but they all i mean it amazes me when people like miss weight like they weigh themselves before they go do the official so they know yeah yeah, he, it's just, Conor McGregor's looking pretty big now too. I thought uh, they showed pictures of him recently. He's getting jacked. I don't know if he's ever gonna fight again, man. To be honest with you, uh, I mean he might, but to be honest with you, I don't know why he would. <laughs> you've you've already. It doesn't make sense. Nah, he's made quite a bit of money. He he trains fighters now, and he has like his own whiskey. He's got own brands and stuff yeah he doesn't he doesn't need to i mean you say the same thing about john jones i mean unless he just blows his money 
shouldn't no have pun intended. Fight. Yeah. <laughs> I just recently rewatched some old fights on YouTube, some Ken Shamrock fights. I used to love Iceman. Chuck Liddell. I used to love watching yeah. him fight. Chuck Liddell. Was it, and, yeah, he was a Kempo guy, but he would uh he just had Tito Ortiz's number. He fucking whooped his ass so many times. Well, and then he decided to do another fight with him at like 50. Yeah, and then he got beat, but I was like, man, come on, man. He shouldn't. Just money because fight. <laughs> he had his number. Well, I think they fought three or four times before that, and he whooped his ass every time. I think it was, I think they had fought twice. Beat him both times. Beat the brakes. No, up. it was more than that. He fought him more than twice. I think he, he fought him three times. It might have been three. Either way, you beat the brakes off of him. Yeah. Rough. I remember I liked, watching... Go ahead. I liked watching Liddell. Uh, also, used, used like um, Matt Hughes. Matt Hughes. Yeah. Yes, Matt Hughes was my Hughes. boy. That dude was just a truck. I saw a video of Crazy Lady at the airport today. Did y'all hear anything about it? Which uh, Crazy Lady? Or are we just referring to Karen? Karen. What'd she do? I think she like jacked a fire extinguisher and sprayed it at somebody. Oh my God, that is awesome. It's, well, at least it's that's, a video. <laughs> it's better than the guy stripping down naked and running through the terminal. And Nobody wants to tackle the naked guy. Nobody. No, but I know, but it'd be funny to watch. Yeah. <laughs> but not funny to do. <laughs> oh, I'm not going after that guy. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> just tase him yeah just tase him <laughs> damn you could you could tear him up pretty good too if he's balls balls what was that that was on a what fucking movie was that Ow. I can't remember I remember Rob Riggle saying that Oh, you got him in the face. Oh, the hangover. Was that the hangover? Yeah. And they uh they were demonstrating the uh tasers to the uh elementary school kids. That's right. That's right. Got him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Briggle fucking cracks me up, man. That dude's hilarious. Oh yeah, he, he is hilarious. Shit. And a marine. He's cracked me up in Step Brothers. Yeah. He's funny and he's funny and everything he's in. Just something about your face. I want to punch it. I just want to punch it. (laughs) (laughs) Is there something I can do to work on that? No. Just your face. Just your face, (laughs) man. Don't appear to be any current updates on Jeremy. Other than he's out of the hospital, they don't really. I saw he posted on Instagram. He posted on Instagram that he was home, and that was it. He was resting. And we just, we got Paramount Plus, because there was a bunch of shows on Paramount Plus that I wanted to start watching, and I just realized that he's on a show on there. He's got two seasons of some some show on Paramount Plus. Mayor of Kingstown? Yeah. It's a good show, man. Yeah, I didn't even know about the show. At the worst, 
No, that's Tulsa King. I'm in the middle of that. Yeah. I only got two episodes left of that. That show's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It gets, gets intense at the end. Tulsa King? Yeah. Don't tell me. I'm on episode I'm six. I just watched episode six. I got seven and eight left, and that's it. Renner's in uh, Mayor of Kingstown. That looks that's like a good show, too. Is it a similar? Is it a mob-type show? I mean, I guess you could say that he's kind of like a fix-it guy uh, okay. and, and a go-between between the uh, police and the gangs. Okay. Uh, and uh, speaking of Paramount, okay, uh, Taylor Sheridan, uh, you know who that is? Not ringing a bell. All right. Taylor Sheridan played in, have you seen any of Yellowstone? Uh, no. yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm getting ready to start watching that. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think of something else. Sons of Anarchy. You remember Sons yeah. of Anarchy? Yeah. The deputy. Yeah. Okay. He's the deputy in Sons of Anarchy. The one that's like uh chief in waiting. Yeah. Okay. That's Taylor Sheridan. Okay. I swear he literally either, ha- he has an ownership stake or something. Cause he's a producer on every single show that's on Paramount. Really? Yeah. Or at least hmm. everyone that I watch. He's in he's in Yellowstone and he produces it. Uh he produces nineteen twenty three, which is a Yellowstone spinoff, eighteen eighty three, which is another Yellowstone spinoff. Mayor of Kingstown, uh Heller Tulsa, High Water. Yeah, Tulsa King. I mean he's on everything. Yeah. He's not in the all the shows, but on them yeah but he's got yeah he was it's like way back in the day uh what was his name dick wolf was one of the yeah. big writers and producer dick wolf still has everything on uh yeah. nbc I yeah mean, that chicago, guy is huge chicago pd law and order chicago fire chicago med yeah probably all the chicagos uh yeah any kind of uh What's the word for it, Smitty? Uh, cheesy <laughs> show like that. That's what we're going with. Cheesy. Yeah. Cheesy. Kind of like the rookie. Cheesy. But I don't watch it the because, rookie. I watch it because it's cheesy. I love cheese. There's not too many uh, horrible movies that I can't watch. The cheesier, the better. Of course, I grew up with that shit. Yeah, I mean, you grew up with Caddyshack and Vegas Vacation. Yeah, like weird. You can't Al go wrong with that. No, I didn't say there was anything wrong with you it. You just can't go wrong with slapstick. I mean, fucking Spaceballs. I mean, come on, man. Yeah. Have you ever seen UHF? UHF. It's a Weird Al Yankovic movie. Uh, no. It's got, actually has a, what's his face? Um, Kramer from Seinfeld. Yeah. He's in it. I'd have to find it. It's an older movie. It is well, you gotta watch it. It's it's pretty y'all funny. Were, y'all were blessed with some very good movies. I mean, Animal House. Well, we didn't Animal have House. this woke problem. Animal House was the first movie I saw boobies in. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was in fourth grade spending the night at a, a guy a buddy's house uh for a birthday party. He was a rich kid and he had like a whole game room in his house. He had actual pinball machines and actual arcade games in his house 
and a big screen projection TV that we watched Animal House on with a VHS tape. Do y'all have the big, uh, the big TV, the the big uh, wooden box TV? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It's like a whole entertainment center. That's what you're talking about. Well, no, the the projection TVs back then, the big screen TVs back then, like there was a projector like right here, like right down, and it shut up right on the TV. It was like a six foot screen TV. You're talking talking about about the you're talking about console TV. Yeah, it was, it, was like, it, it was like a 13-inch TV with like a, a 50-inch entertainment center around I, I, it. I think the biggest a, tube you could bar. get back then was like a <laughs> yeah, 32. A <laughs> yeah. And them things weighed a ton. I still, uh, we just got rid of one. I had a 35-inch tube TV. A 35? Yeah. Well, yeah, we... Oh, I think it was hard to pick up. We had one, too. We moved back from... Uh, I think, man, I don't even think we brought it back with us. I think we might have left it in the rental house. Like man, we just put uh, my mom's 65-inch TV up. That thing doesn't weigh nothing. What's that thing <laughs> sticking out of the back of the TV? It's the rest of the TV, son. It's the rest of the TV. <laughs> that is the TV. That's the CRT. You, you it's know, a cathode ray tube. It's like that... that- one on the wall was under 18 pounds. That's, yeah. That was lighter than a Blu-ray when they came out. But, you know, someone was saying today that, could, could you show your kids allow a, a rotary phone? See if they can figure it out. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. They, they wouldn't have a clue. I could, give them, I, I could give them like a cord phone. They wouldn't know what to do. I think the only reason my ki- my kids would know is because they've seen videos. Alexa. Alexa, call mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was watching the kids try and, uh, try and dial those phones. They pick it up and hang it up, and then they dial and then pick it up. They're like, is it doing anything? No, it's just making a noise. Then they hang it back up. They dial. They turn the rotary, and then they'd be like, no, you got one number right. And then they pick it up and put it back down like they were resetting it. <laughs> <laughs> then he'd do it again. It's like you don't have a damn clue. I don't know how I many mean, times the, our our old phone. Uh, I remember that thing getting blown off the wall a couple times. The house got struck by lightning. Yeah, those things carried like thirty volts. The ringer was like thirty volts. Yeah, yeah and they arc too. Yeah, you can see them sparking in the dark. We had one of the small handouts, you know, the small, uh, I don't know how to explain it. The ones that went on the wall that it was, uh, yeah, it was one of the smaller ones anyway, but it was rotary <laughs> inside the small yeah, part. We had, yeah. We had the dial pad yeah. or whatever. Keypad. Like yeah. The, yeah. That was right the before fit, the keypad. That yeah, was a touch with, tone, baby. With the 50 foot cord on it. Oh Yeah. <laughs> So you could walk from the kitchen all the way to the living room. That's what I was on when the plane hit the house. Them 25-foot cords. And fucking, and believe it or not, I hung the phone up left-handed on the way out the door. <laughs> fucking phone just sitting there ringing the whole time. It's got fucking gas hot water heater in there and all that fuel come through the house. You're lucky it didn't explode. You had a plane hit your house? 
I like how you just casually said that and didn't think that we were going to circle back. <laughs> I already heard about this. You never heard about this? I've never heard this story. Oh. You forgot. <laughs> were you stoned on that day? I'll take that is back. It, is, that a, is that a question? <laughs> <laughs> Was it rhetorical? <laughs> I remember going to the phone company to get your phone numbers, your phone turned on. You had to go to the phone company and then you picked out your phone. They said, do you want a wall mount or a desk mount? And what color do you want? They had like five colors. It was like baby shit green, fucking that shit ass fucking 70s yellow, white, yeah. black. <laughs> it's not or, even beige. It's like. <laughs> yeah, that fucked up yellow color. It was like baby shit green and baby shit yellow. Those were the two colors. <laughs> You got to pick. You want the wall phone or you want the one that sits on the desk and be like, yeah, give me the wall phone. And you get the wall phone. And uh, what size cord do you want? You want 10? It was like a, you had a 5, 10, or 25-foot cord you could get. Yeah, I got no picture on here. It's a computer. I don't have nothing on it. Hard cord. I'm assuming this was when you were a kid. Uh, high school. High school. Like a single engine, I'm assuming. Yeah, like uh, 172. That's no. They say it was like engine failure or something. Guy died. Overloaded. Uh, one death. Crazy. They re- did y'all rebuild in that same house or did it move? The house was rebuilt. I I never moved back into it. Yeah. Did they hear voices? Sorry. <laughs> when they moved back in, did they hear voices. I don't know. I didn't go ask. Weird. Weird shit happened. Did anybody in your family ever live in that house again? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you just didn't. I did. <laughs> That's all you needed to see. All right. Well, <laughs> we had one hit. That one hit, I think it was 89 or 90, whatever it was. Around the year Jess was born, if I remember right. And the following summer, another one went down between that house and the neighbor's house. Shortly after that, they closed the airport, and that's where uh, the new court complex is down there. That's where the old airport was. But it was overgrown, and that was the problem. They never kept the trees cut down, so you only had like two-thirds of the runway functional. And they were overloaded and overweight because they just refueled it, I think, Bear Creek. It came in for a touch-and-go and could not muster up over the trees Clipped one in the backyard, turned it like this, and the uh, left wing, whatever it is, starboard, I think, you call it, hit right over the bathroom window and nosed it through the center of the roof and just go inside of the house. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, time to move. Yeah, the, the motor was in the living room about three feet over the couch. I've never had a plane run into my house. No, no, can't say that I have either. Not even a car. You had that happen too? I've been run over twice. <laughs> He's blessed. <laughs> I'll tell you. It's low speed. I, I don't really count them, but technically I've been uprooted by a few vehicles with female drivers. I've been thrown out of a couple of cars. I've been ejected. I've jumped out of one, intentionally. <laughs> I jumped on one and got slung off, and then I... Flew out of one. Our dumbasses were, uh, we had a hit when we were younger. 
we had a yearly, it was a very hilly kind of neighborhood, even though it was not in the mountains. It was just like they just didn't do, they didn't care about grading back then before they built houses. So the, we probably was on a 20 degree driveway and we was horsing around and damn car kicked out of gear and went rolling down the driveway with gravity. And everyone bailed, and I was the last one out, and it, like, caught my foot and kind of slung me, so I kind of went barrel rolling through the street with the car. Nice. It's the same neighborhood where I'm sure the orbital bone, jumping a bicycle into those big-ass curbs. Yeah, wonder what's wrong with me. <laughs> no, 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 no. We, we never wonder. <laughs> Thank you for your patronage. Please share the podcast or tell a friend about it. You're listening to the program to help us support first responders and veterans alike. For those who would like to donate or subscribe to the program, you can do so at redcircle.com prime cohesion. 